Last time on Eidolon Rock, the Ultra Drive Jawbreakers tried to pull a heist on a rival cell of the Dead Pharaoh, the criminal syndicate they both work for. Turns out, the whole thing was a setup to bring the wrath of the Pharaoh down on the Jawbreakers. They escaped, but now the deadliest criminal organization in the world is after them. But, on the bright side, they stole a suitcase full of mysterious drugs that gave them superpowers. Will that be enough to save them? Let's find out! Uh, you are in your boss, Ruby Wednesday's office. Her partner, Cecilia Citadel, who Molly came up with during character creation, is also here now. And you're kind of giving her the rundown on how the mission went. What is the version of events that you're giving her? Um, Chris is bad at lying, so he'd probably ha- let uh, Virginia handle what their story should be. <laughs> I don't know, because we're friends, so I think I would probably just give it to her straight up. Like... Mm. Also, we did a murder, so... <laughs> yeah. So uh, here, Here's how I think we should... I think we should start with the good news. Which is... Superpower drugs. I was gonna say that Jack Flash is not gonna be a problem for her, but I guess that's also good oh, news. Oh, okay, yeah, see, two... <laughs> well, we got two pieces of good yeah. news. Yeah, this mission was a huge success. <laughs> when you think about it, we did a great job. <laughs> Excellent job. <laughs> yeah, uh, alright, yeah, so you're you're not leaving any details out, you're just giving the straight story. I think I probably would do that. If if nobody else has any other ideas, I would probably just give her the straight story. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chili, are are you with everybody right now, or w- what are you doing? Um, I I guess that kind of depends on if they're cool with me just being around in the main area of the. Well, since you started talking to Chris, I imagine that probably it's okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm chilling then. All right, yeah, if you kind of calmed down, you were having a bit of an existential crisis at the end of last time. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, this is all still very new and scary to me, but uh, I'm just going to roll with it, see what happens. Okay. Also, it means now you can ask for specific treats you want instead of just having us guess. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think I've been exclusively using my Eidolon to convince you that <laughs> I'm really, really hungry and act absolutely need food right away <laughs> it's like oh god this fox is starving there's just a mini fridge in the corner of the office that you keep get like having the thought huh oh i should get chili a treat and <laughs> i think ruby kind of has her head in her hands like oh jesus christ we are so fucked we're all gonna die well I ha- oh great listen li- listen i know it sounds bad we do have drugs, so if you want some <laughs> like i'm fine I- with you getting in on this it's only not- you are the boss it's only fair that is the least of my concerns right now. You you didn't do anything about the security footage before you left. No. Oh, we probably should have done something about that, huh? Yeah. Yes, mm. you should have. Uh, Cecilia next year, we're just kind of like, oh, come on, whatever. What's done is done. Let's just move on and figure out what we're doing. Uh, do any of you have any ideas? Let's. I think this is time to open open up the floor. See if anyone's got any good ideas. Good ideas about what? What we do next, so that we don't all get shot. I don't have any ideas for this now. Great. <laughs> what if what if we shoot everybody else first? Okay, okay. There's a lot of them and about 20 of us in total. Yes, but but we have the drugs. Yeah, I still don't really know. Wait, do we 
do either of you know how it, the deal is with these drugs? Because I'm not... They seem like special drugs, is all I'm no, saying. I, I, I have no idea. No idea at all. Yeah, I've, I've never heard of them. Uh, we could try just going somewhere else and hiding. Okay, okay. Um, you did steal a briefcase full of what seems like something very valuable. Mm-hmm. And based on, you know... The decades upon decades of crime fiction that I've read, at least, I think that means we're going to die no matter where we try to hide. Or, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we don't die. Okay, I love where your head's at, <laughs> but we we need some some planning to you know back that back that up. I figured that maybe you would have a plan since you sent us into his place. Uh, or did you not Listen, think to part two? Can you not distinguish between the two very different voices that Luke is doing? <laughs> no. Uh, uh, Are you twins? One of them like, uh, I thought I thought like there was a mad stuff? voice in there, too. I thought they were both here. I'm sorry. No, I'm, bo- I'm also here, Molly. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I really kind of set myself up to fail with this entire scene. <laughs> Um, no, I don't have anything better than that. That's, this isn't my, my specialty. This is not my forte. Great. Okay, well, well, they haven't come to kill us yet, so that's something. They might not have found the bunker. Hey, by the way, what the fuck with the bunker? We don't have a bunker. Yeah, I, um, I think we should get one. Probably. Yeah, if there's any consolation, we fucked up the bunker pretty bad, too. That, that, honestly, yes, that does make me feel better. Ah, but yeah, it is kind of lame they didn't give us a bunker. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, sooner or later, they're gonna realize they haven't heard from Jack for a while. Someone's gonna think to check on the bunker, whoever's in charge of stocking it or cleaning it or whatever. They're gonna find the body you left down there. Uh, someone's gonna check those tapes at some point or talk to the people that you talk to. <sighs> We are on borrowed time. I had sunglasses on. It's fine. You you keep telling us that it's fine and not giving me any reason to believe it. Wait, 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 wait. We got Jack's phone. You, oh. What are you thinking with that? So, so all we have to do is send a text message to the boss. (laughs) Hang on. (laughs) Are you writing a text message that says, I'm not dead, don't worry. Are you taking out his phone? Oh, that's an even better idea. I was going to say we t- send a text message to the boss just like, uh, I'm leaving town for reasons you shouldn't investigate or worry about. <laughs> it's all fine. Yeah, uh, Harvey, I don't know if you've tried to open his phone yet, but it is locked. And uh, a little like cartoon graphic of a skull with like a pharaoh's headdress uh, appears on the screen and laughs when you try to unlock the phone. Hey, Chris, can you unlock this phone? Yeah, sure, I can give it a shot. Hold on. Uh, so I take out, like, a root kit <laughs> All right. from my backpack, uh, mm-hmm. and I uh, plug it into the phone's USB slot, and uh, I try to hack a console. Yeah, give me give me that roll. Oh, hey, nice. That is a 11 on the die. Um, so that's a 13. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, um... Apparently I choose 
three. Yes. So three of four options. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You stay out of sight or don't become visible if you're vanished. Your tinkering doesn't set off any alarms. You don't break the locker device. Uh, you don't lose your tools. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, you don't really need to stay out of sight, so... Yeah, but how funny would it be if suddenly none of, <laughs> nobody notices him? My, my worry about that is that stay out of sight means that no one, like... Because it's like a, an internet thing, someone notices that I hacked the phone. Yeah, like if it's got some sort of a, like a tamper protection thing where it would automatically alert something if it someone tries to hack in it um it really you just gotta pick three that's really what yep. it comes down to um <laughs> i'm gonna say uh i don't break the lock or device because having the phone get busted would be bad defeat the purpose right um my tinkering doesn't set off any alarms and i guess i'll say yeah, I'll sacrifice my tools so you stay out of sight or don't become visible if you're vanished. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. You uh, get to work uh, just sitting at your boss's desk, uh, plunking away at this. This is some complicated encryption. You have not seen this before. It's something that was clearly made for, uh, you know, people important enough in the dead pharaoh to get. Uh, again, I think Ruby's going to be seeing the dumb animated skull and crossbones be looking at her phone and grumping about it. As <laughs> Cecilia just tries to like comfort her, like, it doesn't matter. You don't need it. What do you even have on your phone? You, No one's going to try to steal your, your bejeweled scores. <laughs> God. And I think as you're working away at this, you're making progress, but uh, your hardware is rapidly overheating. And uh, it shorts out. And here's what I'm going to say. You have not finished decrypting the phone because it's a very intensive job. But if you take it home and keep working out tonight, like you rolled a 13, you can do it. It's just going to take more time. And also you need more hardware because yours just broke. Okay. Sounds good. Cecilia kind of like puts a hand on your shoulder. You're sure you can do this, right? Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay. Uh, because I would say that... Uh, even giving you until morning is cutting it close. I mean, look, this is some complicated stuff. It'll take some time if I want to do it without setting off a whole bunch of alarms or, you know, getting my own systems infected. Okay, all right. We'll, uh, I guess we'll trust you to do that. Why don't we meet back here at, uh, 5 a.m.? Uh, uh, where should I go for medical attention? Because I did bleed a lot. <laughs> I mean, you're all bandaged up, though, right? You look fine. Do I, I look fine? Let me put it this way, Harvey. <laughs> um, any doctor I could refer you to is paid by the same people who might want to kill you. Okay, then I'm fine. You're fine. Sounds like you're fine. Just put some aloe vera on it. it it'll be okay. All right, great. I guess, uh, I guess let's all just wait for, uh... The kid here to see if he can get this done, and hope we can find something useful. Virginia, Virginia, like elbows Harvey, and is like, I have some Neosporin in the car if you want. <laughs> that, would, that would be very nice. Thank you, Virginia. Yeah. Uh, Harvey, your phone uh, dings with a text message. It's like a a pinball, like, ching, which Hell you know. Hell yeah, it is. Yeah, well, yes, but it's specifically the tone that you give to your mentor, Jack Stern. All right, what's he got for me? Uh, the message just says, uh, let me pull, 
I don't imagine you've forgotten our appointment this evening. I've definitely forgotten our appointment this evening. I need to go. Uh, you have a standing engagement to have dinner with Harvey once a week. Or with uh, with uh, Jack once a week, rather. I- I've gotten a little distracted today, I think. Uh, so I am just going to skedaddle, I guess, and get on the road. Okay. All right, yeah. Just Just be back here five sharp in the morning, all right? I am sure that nothing will go wrong and that everything will be fine. Just in case, do y'all mind if I take one of those syringes? Because... No! Uh, no. What? Come on! No! Uh, Ruby just gets up and, like, opens up a small vault built into the wall and tosses the briefcase in there. Come on! No! <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out of here. He's cool! I do actually kind of agree with the boss. We probably shouldn't be giving random people super drugs. Fine. <laughs> I guess. Uh, so yeah, you all will need to wait until morning for Chris to hack this phone. Uh, Virginia, what are you doing from here? Uh, I don't know that I have any big plans after this. It's been a very long day. What time is it now? Uh, I'm gonna say it's like six, seven o'clock, somewhere in there. If I have to be up at five, I don't know that I'm doing anything else today. (laughs) Great, you're just going home, going straight to bed? Yeah, fuck this, dude. Getting some beauty sleep. Where does, uh, where does Virginia live? Uh, in Vegas, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably, probably by herself. She probably has some shitty apartment. Okay. Yeah. She's she's doing well enough to have a car. She probably has an apartment. That, that makes sense to me, sure. Yeah. She is... What, what, is she making herself any dinner? Listen, I'm trying to paint... I'm trying to get, get to know you, Virginia. What? I, what? Is your apartment good? Are you like cooking some pasta, cooking some lean cuisine? Oh, probably probably microwave meals. Yeah. Uh you yeah. know, just not listen, lot just happened. I'm not putting a lot of effort into anything now. Right. Uh and I I think I'm just going to try and not think about uh how we how I murdered a man. That's reasonable. With, with a sword. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, you know, that's something we should do is roll up what, um, your Eidolon is right now, because we didn't do that. Yeah. It is Infiltrator. I, I did it, Ooh. personally. Oh, nice. Great. What's its power? Um, my Eidolon can cloak itself from detection by hiding in any glass surface and attack from hiding by throwing shards of glass. Nice. That Sick. kicks ass. <laughs> Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. All right. Um... Chili, are you going off on your own for the night, or are you sticking with somebody, or what are you doing? So I figured I would try to watch Chris work just to try and understand what's going on, but get yeah. incredibly bored with it after like a minute, <laughs> and just start doing some like like racing back and forth along the casino floor until <laughs> I assume he gets annoyed by it and lets me out. Well, I, I think Chris had to go home to get more equipment. Oh, right, right, right. I mean, you could follow him home. Yeah, I, I probably would do that. I'm probably sticking <laughs> kind of close to him right now because he's my only lifeline yeah. to this weird new world. Yeah. Uh, I think as you're leaving the casino uh, to head towards uh, where Chris lives, uh, you hear a voice that is both new and familiar to you at the same time, Chili. She goes like, oh, there you are. Haven't seen you around all day. Uh, I guess I look. <laughs> it's that cat that you talked about in your uh, character creation that you have a tie to. Oh, hey, yeah. 
Yeah. And yeah, you can understand her now. I'm like, oh, oh, hey, you can talk too. Oh, hey, you can talk. Huh. Wait, could you always do this? Always do what? Talk. Well, I mean, to, I can, I, I am very fluent in cat. <laughs> okay, I've, I've had a very weird day. You're gonna have to bear with me here. Sure, take your time. She kind of like, just like lays down on the concrete. Hey, did, did you know there's more to the world than just eating food and mating and fighting for territory and then dying? Oh, of course. There's this, and uh. The cat walks up and, like, rubs on Chris's leg. So, can I hear Chili talking to this cat? You can hear Chili meowing like a cat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, important question. Can anyone else hear Chili meowing like a cat? That's a good question. I'm gonna say no. If you can't understand Chili talking like a person, that yeah, I think no. <laughs> Uh, so I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just briefly, uh, gonna be like, oh, uh, hey, cat. Also, chili. What? Since when can you do that? Since when can you sound like a cat? Uh, I'm gonna guess since this afternoon. You know that actually kind of makes sense. If you, if I can hear you, and if you can speak English, then you could probably speak other languages. I don't know. Why, this is more weird for me somehow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, uh... Hey, you should you should pet her. Okay, uh, yeah, that's... Was was gonna do that. Got distracted by a, by meowing. Um, coming from an animal I'm not used to hearing meow. Um, I'll... Chris reaches down and, um, tentatively, uh, pets the cat on the head. Ooh, yeah! What did you hmm. say? <laughs> uh, n- nothing. You're you're doing good. Just keep it up. Okay. Oh, All right. Yes, please keep it up. Will do. Why is this cat horny? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Just gonna recreate the plot of cats now. <laughs> yeah. Um. With Chris as the audience insert to everything that happens in cats. <laughs> uh huh. So, hey, weird question, but, uh, do you have a name? Uh, phew. uh, she kind of, like, stops, um, being a weirdo for a second, and, uh, kind of, like, sits up to show you the tarnished old, uh, tag on her that, it, there was probably a name written on it at some point, but it's been, like, covered up in dirt and kind of scratched off, like, I think maybe at some point, I don't remember, who knows? Okay, well, I mean, no big deal. I, they ca- they call me Chili, and I, I mean, I guess that works. But no, I just thought I'd ask. Sure. Anyway, I shouldn't keep you too long. Seems like you've got business to attend to. I'll see you later, Chili. Uh, yeah, I'll. Uh, I think I've had a pretty good scam going here for some food. I'll uh, see if I can toss you a little. Ooh, nice. Yeah, and then take off. So, uh, have a have a good time with your friend. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's fine. All right. <laughs> cool. <laughs> this has been a very normal conversation. Let's go. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, hey, uh, next time you're, like, 
eating something and uh, you don't finish it, just you can just toss it out the back. You don't have to like put it in the trash. That's it's kind of it's super unnecessary. I don't know why you guys do that. Uh, well, I try to be sanitary, but I mean, I guess if you or your other animal friends that you could talk to now are going to be around, I guess that's not going to matter too much. So sure, I'll... Oh, I I promise you, if you just toss that food out, we'll be around. All right, got it. I'll remember that the next time I order a Taco Bell party pack that's just (laughs) for myself. <laughs> you're, you're a real hero, Chris. It's a lot of tacos. Can anyone tell you otherwise? It's a lot of tacos, and it's oh, not no. very expensive. It's re- look, I I've tried cooking before. The man is right. I can cook. I just don't always want to. It's a lot of work. Let's go. I think no one here will say Chris is not valid. We've all <laughs> no, been there. God no. Harvey, your weekly dinner date with Jack takes place at Potsy's, a gimmick restaurant owned and operated by former Happy Days star Anson Williams. Yes! <laughs> Love it! Perfect! <laughs> the restaurant is designed to invoke Arnold's drive-in from Happy Days, but in a vague, non-copyright infringing way, because Anson Williams couldn't get a Happy Days license. Mm-hmm. Uh, the restaurant never exploded into the Las Vegas tourist attraction he'd wanted it to because of that, but it's still a thriving business and is sort of a historical landmark for hardcore pinballers like yourself. I can't tell if you're making this up or just reading, reading from a Wikipedia page. <laughs> I'm reading from my notes that I wrote last night. <laughs> okay. Very convincing. <laughs> uh, in the back of the restaurant is the last functioning Happy Days Fonzarelli pinball machine in the world. And Jack Stern has had the world record on that machine for 30 years straight. Could never beat him, no matter how hard I tried. Every week he invites you here for dinner to catch up, and after dinner he uh, he makes you try to beat his record, and you never can. Jack is waiting for you. Uh, as you come in, you can see him at your usual table over by the pinball machine. Uh, his hands are steepled with a plate of untouched food in front of him. Hey, old timer. I'm. I know I'm late. I'm sorry. Oh, look! Look who decided to finally show up. Hey, were you too busy for me? No, Jack. I, I had a hell of a day. Listen. Yeah. Okay. All right, Harvey. Well, what, what are you getting into, huh? You know, business. Ah, business. Okay. Yeah, business. Listen. Listen. Don't listen. Don't worry about it. I'm an adult. I can keep. I can take care of myself. All right. That Ruby Wednesday giving you shit? She's not giving me shit. I'll tell you, I helped raise that kid. I put her over my knee once, I'll do it again. I don't care that she's in her 40s now, I don't give a shit. Jesus. <laughs> Jack's a good guy, huh? <laughs> I think Harvey's gonna, just gonna take a seat and start eating fries silently. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I got you this job because you gotta pay rent somehow. But you can't let it get in front of your pinball career, kid. I know. I've been practicing. I've been doing the work. Just, uh, you know how it is. Yeah, I know how it is. I know that you're 30 minutes late for our weekly get-together. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Kid, you haven't started smoking yet, have you? No, I've been trying to Sorry. stay away from that. Good. Don't. Can't tell you how many pinballers I've seen, me included. I was an idiot kid. I could still be 
kicking ass at these tables if I couldn't start coughing every five minutes like this. Don't smoke. Is, is, uh, is whiskey still alright? Because I got a lot of that at home. I, I, you know, in moderation. Alright. I, I know, you don't want to get the shaky hands either, obviously. Absolutely not. That'll ruin the whole... Come on. So what have you been up to this week? How you, how you been doing? Uh, you know, been uh, been trolling the bars. I uh, I got new new high score uh, Adams family. Oh, not bad, not bad. It's a uh, popular machine. It is. It's a it's a classic. Uh, and I, th- I think Harvey's calming down a bit now. He's. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what about you, old timer? What have you been up to? Ah, uh, you know, I've been trying to figure out that uh, that YouTube. They got some some pinball. So some, some pinball folks are on there. I don't know. I I can't figure that shit out. Yeah. Well, the way I see it, it's all just uh, it's all just marketing, you know. What do you mean? The the real money's the real money's still in the expo. Oh, of course. All right. Y- you know what? It, it's gonna take a while for them to come back with your order. I'm getting antsy. I want to see you try. Come on. Come on. He kind of like is getting up to drag you over to the pinball table. All right, I think Harvey goes for it, and I think I think he's starting to think about. Hey, so what the is this? Is this gonna be all right? Am I? Oh God, oh God, am, is this legal? Am I in performing? In, am I in performance enhancing drugs? <laughs> he's starting to sweat because now he's he's worried now. Kid, you got your lucky pinball with you. Y- you know it. All right, all right. He uh. W- reveals a screwdriver and starts taking the glass off the machine. Uh, sure, you sure this is okay? Kid, this is practically my table. Come on, we, we do this all the time. Y- all you, right. Yeah, sure as shit can't win without luck on your side. We gotta get that lucky uh, ball in here. Yep, yep. I, ca- I can't say you're wrong, old man. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and he, uh, he, he gestures for you to give uh, what he does not know is now your idol on Here It Goes Again to him. Yeah. And yeah, he he puts it in the machine and just kind of sets the glass back on, doesn't bother screwing it in yet. Like, all right, take it away. All right. And uh, Harvey pulls back the launcher, goes for it. Yeah, give me a uh, beat the odds roll. Okay. Uh, remind me what beat the odds is plus? Is just whatever? Uh, plus elegant. Okay. Well, uh, oh, no. <laughs> uh, th- that is a base of four. Um, <laughs> so even with elegance, that's six. Mm. But... I'm going to say, I don't want to look like a complete idiot, so I am going to use Overdrive, and I'm going to re-roll the one. All right, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, that takes it up to seven. Nice. All right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, yeah, you uh, you start playing. Hey, it's me talking, the Fonz Pinball. Want to play me? Play the Franz Pinball, a rugged machine with plenty of fast action. Pretty slick, huh? The Franz Pinball is the real thing with drag strip raceways. Lots of bumper action, too. Watch those independent action flippers. Perfect. Bells, lights, real scarring. The Franz Pinball Machine. By Coleco. You're, you know, you're a good pinball player already. You're a great <laughs> pinball player. Excuse me. Naturally. And, uh, yeah, the ball is, is bouncing around, but, yeah, as you are getting closer and closer to, uh, Jack's score, you, um, are noticing that, like, even if you're making small mistakes, the ball is correcting in ways that it shouldn't be able to. 
Mm-hmm. You know, if you're slightly missing a bumper, it's hitting, you know, that kind of thing. Sure. Uh, and yeah, you are doing great and you're just kind of like locked in. You can, you feel like one with the ball in a way that you never have before. And, uh, you realize that you are rapidly closing in on Jack's high score. Harvey, have you actually never been able to beat him? Or have you decided to never be able to beat him on his favorite machine? I think that I've straight up never been able to beat him on this one. All right, yeah. He, okay. He was, he was the king. I'm not the king yet. I'm just... Yeah, that, that's, that's reasonable. Um, you smash right through his high score. Whew. And uh, yeah, you, uh, it, you are just completely locked in on this game like none you've ever played before. And uh, you don't even realize how much time has gone by by the time you're done. Uh, people have started to clear out of the restaurant. Uh, you only finally kind of break your uh, focus on the machine when you realize that the score counter has uh, overflowed. Oh, damn. I hope that uh, still shows up on the table. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right, Jack? <laughs> uh, Jack is just kind of staring, mouth agape. You, 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 you did it. And yeah, the, the machine is showing a high score of all zeros. Huh. Well, all right. Yeah. I've I've had that score for 30 years. And you just uh wow. You didn't even need a second ball to to Uh huh. I listen, I got I got a lot of adrenaline going today. It's uh it's you know, it's it's woo. <laughs> I uh He kind of, like, gives you, like, he's not making eye contact with you, but he gives you kind of a light, like, slap on the cheek in, like, a a familial way, not in, like, a violent way. Right. He's like, I, uh, I just lost a son just now, and I'm going to need to go make some funeral arrangements, I think, for uh, my my 30-year-old son that I just, uh, wow, just, just watched get murdered. Huh? Oh, oh, what, oh, what? Sorry, I thought you meant me. What? No, I. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll I'll I'll, I'll, uh, I'll I'll see you later, Harv. Uh, uh, you sure? Uh, yeah. Can... Uh, all right. Yeah, I'll uh. He just kind of gathers up his uh his jacket from the table and and leaves. Whew. And you you can't help but feel that you have broken this man today. <laughs> two for two. Oof. I, th- I think uh, Harvey's just gonna sit down in the booth and eat these cold, nasty fries by himself. <laughs> uh. Hi there, everyone. It's me, Luke, here to do the ad break. How you doing? Doing good? Hope you're doing good. Anyway. I want to tell you about our Patreon. You can find it at patreon.com slash playtest. And uh, for just a couple bucks a month, you can get some fun, cool, cool, fun benefits. Uh, for a dollar a month, you get every episode of Eidolon Rock and Eidolon Pop a full week early. Uh, if you're listening to this on the free feed, you could have been listening to it last week. Yeah. Uh, for $3 a month, you get uh, the GM notes from every session as the episodes come out, 
as well as a bonus monthly podcast where me and Molly talk through some of the design challenges we're facing as we uh, rework the game, try and get it to a better place. Um, uh, the last episode was fairly short. I think we might uh, make up for lost time in the next one. Uh, no spoilers, but we have a lot of ideas we need to talk through. And uh, for $5 a month, you get instant access to the current draft of Eidolon Become Your Best Self, uh, along with uh, new drafts every time we make some major changes. And in addition to that, you get your name shouted out on the podcast when I do these ad reads, like so. Uh, thank you to Rosalind Garrow, NM, August, Casey Cosmos, Mark Myers, Amelia Kurtz, Sky Adamchick, Morgan Spade, Eli Marone, Jay Baker, Mitch Graham, Jacob Hathcock, Jeff Dorman, Lambda, Phil Nightinger, Dylan Lee, Evan, Lucentia, Virgil Purcell, Liam Conlon, Kershaw Rizel Johnson, Ryan Ball, Lachlan Cleland, Ellen, Will Helms, Stub5678, David, Lizzie Two Shoes, and the Z Mage. That list gets longer every time I have to read it, and that is awesome. Thank you all so much. Um, I really appreciate it. I yeah, it's um, it's really cool that you're all supporting us. Um, if uh, if you can't support us, that's totally fine. I understand, especially with um, the hell world that we all live in right now. But if you could tell your friends about us, we would really appreciate that. Um, this show is now on both iTunes and Spotify, so it's easier than ever to listen in. That sounded really fake, like a fucking radio announcer or something. Doesn't matter. Anyway, let's do the uh, music credits. Uh, the music used in this episode includes Orbiting a Distant Planet by Quantum Jazz, Boop Beep, I'm a Slightly Dysfunctional Bot, Oops, by Maidon, uh, Sednosetersis by Hinterheim, um... Oop, this one's in Cyrillic. Let me just pop that through Google Translate to give any idea how to pronounce this one. All right, gonna take a shot at this one. Uh, Kropi e Paravorakivaisia? Uh, <laughs> that is almost certainly not how it's said. Uh, according to Google, it's Russian for Snore and Roll Over by Costa T. And then we have Infiltrators by Nathaniel Wyvern. Gibraltar by Unheard Music Concepts, and Crooked Straight by Mild Wild. Uh, not to spoil what's about to happen on the podcast or anything, but there is some combat later in this episode, and uh, I goof it up a little bit. If you are paying close attention, you might notice that some of the damage numbers don't make much sense. That's my fault. Um, I thought about uh, trying to re-record some parts of this to retcon it, but... That got complicated for other reasons that will be apparent uh, by the end of this episode. So, yeah, there's just some inconsistencies here. That's my fault, and I do apologize for that. Um, but uh, I guess instead of apologizing in advance for this, I should just let you hear it for yourself. Let's get back to the show. All right, yeah. Uh, Chris, let's go over to you. So, describe your home a little bit for us, and, like, what, what's your... Do you have, like, a hacker lair? What's it look like? Yeah, sure. I probably have, like, a, um, apartment. I think my parents helped me pay for the rent, actually. 
Um, yeah, I was gonna say based on your age, I didn't know if maybe Chris still lived at home. Yeah, uh, no, I think I have an apartment. My my parents occasionally help me pay for it because my job isn't always reliable. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I choose not to live with anyone. Um, partly out of like fear that that could be a liability, and also due to anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I don't usually keep the lights on. Um, right. So, like, when I open the door, it's just, like, super dark inside. I don't mm-hmm. think I actually keep it messy. I think it's disturbingly okay. clean. Okay, okay, because I was going to ask, I had two questions. How many monitors do you have, and how many empty cans of Monster Energy do you have? <laughs> um, I Yeah, I actually don't think... Uh, yeah, I think I keep it, like, weirdly clean. Um, okay. I have a Roomba just running constantly. All right, yeah. Uh, uh, one that I hacked to be have slightly more suction power than is necessarily advised by the instruction manual. Great. Do you also have, like, a different motor in there so it doesn't burn out? Yeah. <laughs> you just totally hacked your Roomba? Yeah, yeah. I, I did some homebrewing on my Roomba. You uh, like a motor scooter engine in there? Uh, probably not that big of an engine, uh, but sure. what I probably did was, like, get two Roombas, disassemble the other Roomba, and then create, like, a Franken-Roomba from the extra parts. <laughs> Great. Fantastic. Um, also, I, like, you know, put some stickers on it and stuff uh, to, you know, right, per- yeah. you gotta personalize your Roomba <laughs> that you hacked. Does it have a name? Uh... <laughs> Gosh, what would I name a Roomba? What if, uh, what if I just named it Sephiroth? <laughs> what if my Roomba what? is just Sephiroth? <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have people over. <laughs> he says it's a choice to live alone, but... <laughs> It's got a little model katana taped on the top sticking out to keep it from getting stuck in corners. Exactly, yeah. God. It can play Sephiroth's theme, but you've got it muted. You thought it was a real cool thing to add to it, but after, like, a day of that, you just Gets know. real annoying, yeah. Yeah. I do I do prefer quiet. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's dark in my room, save, and uh, is fairly quiet, save for, um, you know, the, the motor of the Roomba. Okay. And I, you know, head head into my uh, bedroom where I do have, like, a computer with, uh, like, one of those ultra-wide monitors in the middle and then two other monitors on each end. Okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, have you let uh, Chili in with you, yeah. too? Chi- yeah, if okay. Chili's still with me, I, I'd let her in. Why not? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be sniffing around a little bit and... Um probably wind up fighting with the Roomba a bit. <laughs> it, like, pokes you with the katana. You're like, ow! <laughs> Chris secretly thinks, it's like that one time Red 13 was in the party. <laughs> oh. <sighs> uh, Chris, 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 what is what is this thing? I'm, like, slapping it. Oh, the, uh, can you leave leave that alone? It's it's fine. It's just, it's a, it's a thing. It's trying to attack me. No, it's just, it, it doesn't even really know that you exist, honestly. It, it's just trying to clean the apartment. Just don't worry about it. Teach it I exist. <laughs> uh, I mean, I can maybe, 
try and like put in some AI subroutines to identify foxes. And I, I don't know, that sounds like a wall of work. Um, anyway, uh, I'm I, getting I go off to one of the corners of the room and start like scratching at the carpet and like just trying to make a bit of a mess. Okay, please look. I mm, my landlord really wouldn't like it if you dug up the carpet. Uh, hold on. Look, uh, if you behave yourself for today, I'll get you like one of those cat scratching posts or something. Y- would you maybe like one of those uh, dog beds with like the memory foam? Would you like that? Ooh, ooh, yeah, that sounds great. Okay, cool. So promise me you won't dig up my carpet. And I will get you those things. Okay, okay, so no digging. Yes. Weird choice, but uh, okay, it's your place. Yes, please, just not, not in my apartment. I, I don't want to lose this place. <laughs> my parents would be very, very angry. Uh, anyway, um, look, how about I... Look, you, you can talk now and understand human language. Why don't I, like, put on the TV? Maybe you can use voice controls? I don't know how this works. You can probably talk to Alexa. Um, so I, I turn on, I get the remote, I turn on the TV that's in the living room, um, and I just set it to like, what do I think? Chill- I set it to like Animal Planet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, look, I, I know my stuff, my programming stuff kind of bores you, so. I don't know, maybe you'll like this. This is what humans look at when we're when we get bored and just wanna like have something to do. I am looking up what is on Animal Planet these days. Because <laughs> yeah. Lord knows I haven't watched it in a long Who time. Who knows, man? Um and then I uh open up my bedroom door. I keep it I keep my bedroom door open in case like Chilling needs to say something or let me know mm-hmm. that she needs to go out. Um, and... Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just warn you right now, Chris. I, the, the notion of needing to go out will not occur to me. Yeah, I sort of figured, but Chris <laughs> is gonna do it anyway. Just, you know, in the hopes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I, I just, I'm just gonna say the thing that would be on Animal Planet tonight at 7pm is what's on in Chris's apartment right now. Oh, uh, dear. The last polar bear in New York City is showing his age, so staff make sure he gets all the attention he needs. A trio Ooh. of red-ruffed lemurs prepare for their big debut, and a new exhibit is constructed for the Hellbender, a giant amphibian with a bad reputation. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a reality show, but for, like, a zoo? Yeah, it's called The Zoo. Okay. <laughs> Great title. All right. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, so I, I uh, after leaving the... Um, TV on for Chili, um, I go into my uh, room and wake up my computer from sleep mode, um, and I start up a, a, a virtual machine so I can more safely work on the phone, mm-hmm. uh, and I get to work doing that. All right, yeah, you uh, you get to work. It is very long and tedious, but you are making headway. I said I'm not going to make you roll again, um, but this is dragging on and on into the night. You're getting closer and closer to 5 a.m., and uh, even with many hours to go, that's concerning. As the night drags on, you finally manage to crack it around 2 in the morning, and uh, you get into all of... uh, Yeah, you can just open up um, Jack's phone. What do you do with it? Okay, well, I immediately text my boss to let her know I actually did the job. 
stupid asshole didn't believe in me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You get a text back, like, immediately suggesting she was not asleep. Uh, Just be like, she just says, holy shit, wow, cool. I I, I whisper, yeah, hell yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, Then I uh, open it up and and take take a look at, um, let's open up his notes, see if he was dumb enough to actually, like, save any important information in his notes app. He's just got a bunch of lyrics in there. <laughs> what do you mean investigate role? Yeah, sure. That's um genius, I think. Genius. Yeah. Alright. Ooh, that's a total of seven, so just barely. What's hidden here? Okay, let me think of the best way to answer that. Um I think as you dig through his notes and uh, the rest of his phone, you eventually find an email chain going back a couple months. uh, There's a whole lot of email addresses sort of CC'd on this. And you start to get a little bit of information. You learn that uh, this briefcase was found in a crate in a warehouse owned by the dead pharaoh that nobody can account for. No one knows where this crate came from, uh, and apparently the only thing in it was this briefcase. They took it to uh, some lab techs who determined that the contents of the syringes is just human blood plasma, uh, which is weird because it's orange and glowy, which blood plasma isn't. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not a doctor, but... (laughs) Uh, and it looks like the assumption was that it was some kind of medical waste that just got shipped to the warehouse by mistake, and it was going to be disposed of until a message came from somebody very high up in the organization saying not to do that. Uh, you're not even seeing that message directly. It's being relayed by uh, a more mid-level manager to Jack. And uh, there's more back and forth as weeks are going on. No one really knows what's going on. It seems like somebody somewhere uh, knows what this stuff is, but isn't telling any of the recipients of these emails. But eventually, you see information that a buyer had been set up for this briefcase. uh, Somebody in Newark, New Jersey, and there's an address listed... Uh, who is offering to buy it for $10 million per syringe. And uh, this stuff isn't like, it's not drugs, it's blood. Um, So it's really no big deal to have somebody just make a road trip out to New Jersey, make the uh, sale, and then there's enough syringes in here that like that's several hundred million dollars for... You know, a couple days of work. And uh, the McLeod Plaza jawbreakers had been assigned the job of making that delivery. Um, but, you know, their leader's dead now. And y'all have that briefcase. We sure do. And hey, maybe if you offered a couple hundred million dollars to your higher-ups, they might not kill you. Or you could just keep the several hundred million dollars for yourselves. Who knows? (laughs) 
Yeah, um, I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna pass along all that in text messages because that seems like a bad thing to do. That makes sense. Leaving a digital paper trail. I'm just gonna wait to talk about this until the meeting. In the meantime, I'm gonna get an like drink three energy drinks because it's two a.m. and I'm about to have to do stuff at five a.m. And chili as a. Uh... As Chris steps out to get several energy drinks, what kind of living room does he walk out into? <laughs> um, I I am fast asleep on the couch, and the living room is conspicuously still completely clean, but there's a very strong smell of sort of ammonia. Oh, boy. <laughs> and the Roomba seems to be really favoring one corner of the room. Uh, as soon as Chris... As soon as the the smell wafts into Chris' nostrils, he immediately recognizes what's happened. Look, he's he's lived with pets before. He knows what that smell is. Um, <laughs> and he kind of just... Chili's apartment now. Yeah. <laughs> and he just, like, sighs to himself and goes like, yeah, that... She is a wild animal. Um, I guess... All right, look, on the way back... On the way to the meeting, I'll just pick up some... I'll just pick up some stain remover from, like, a hardware store or something. There's got to be one around here close by. It's fine. I'll just leave a little early. Oh, I really hope my landlord doesn't do a random inspection. <laughs> you hear uh, glass breaking, Chris. Uh, I, um... Let's see. Chili's on the couch right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, run to the couch and duck down and, like, pat Chili on the head gently and be like, Hey, I think someone's trying to break in. Wake up. I uh, make a lot of groaning noises as I wake up. Shh, quiet. Do, do I hear or smell anything, Luke? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. Um, hmm. You know, I'm gonna punt on it for now and cut over to Virginia. (laughs) (laughs) There! (laughs) Uh, Virginia, you hear, you are woken up from sleep by a loud banging on your door. What time is it? Uh, it is about 2 (sighs) a.m. Uh, I think I'm gonna throw on a robe, um, and then very quietly, like, tiptoe to my door and try and look through, like, the eye hole. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't see anything, but you hear, as you're looking out and seeing nobody in front of your door, you can hear another banging on your door. That seems fine. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm gonna, like put my whole body weight up against the door and then just say what? Uh, they just bang again. Okay, no. No? No. What? I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, I, I think they're just gonna keep banging. Um, okay. Uh, I will... I don't want to, like, crack the door. That seems stupid. <laughs> That sounds bad. That's what everyone yells at people not to do in horror movies. Yeah. 
Um, while you're thinking about what you're gonna do, let's cut back. You know, let's 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 intercut these two scenes. Sure. Uh, Chili, I think you do smell um, fresh bones. Uh, okay. I don't like that. Uh huh. Where where's where's it coming from? Like out outside or? Uh, it's coming from Chris's computer room. From Chris's computer room. The. F- uh, hey, Chris, did you kill something in the in your room? No. Smells like you did. What what does it smell like in there? I get up off the couch and I go over to check it out. As you do that, uh, you hear the sound of something crashing loudly in the room. And uh, as you round the corner, you can see that, like, Chris's monitors have been, like, toppled over uh, and broken, making it very dark in here and hard to see. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, shit, my computers. Uh, I I quickly (laughs) turn a light switch on. Virginia, what are you doing? Um, I was going to, I was looking to see if I could roll biz for this, but no, I have to roll um, Ellie. But I wanted to try and hide um, Only the Good Die Young on a front-facing window. Ooh, that's good. So I need to roll uh, plus nothing. This will be fun. Great. <laughs> that's a three. Ooh. Okay. Um... I, I think, think you I'm gonna, try well, well, to... Uh, Slayer roll. Slayer okay. roll. I'm going to be re-rolling this one. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I have a one and a two. I'm going to re-roll the one. That's a six. So I get an eight oh, now. Oh, nice. All right. So yeah, uh, only the good die young bleeds into the window. And you have one hold, right? I should, yeah. Yeah, I believe that's how that works. All right, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, it's the, the banging is still happening on your door. I am going to open the door. Uh, all right. Um, Chili and Chris, you see a skeletal hand clawing at and smashing up Chris's computer. It's like, uh, the thing from the Adams family, but with no skin or, you know, muscles. Okay, what the hell? Um, I'm gonna summon my Eidolon and shoot some lightning at it. (laughs) Alright, yeah, uh, go for it. Uh, let's see, that'll be, uh, well, it's definitely not an ambush, because it's not unsuspecting, right? Right. Uh, so it's just gonna be a normal bombard, I think. Right, so roll plus Ellie? Yep. Uh, ooh, I don't like that. Um, that's a five. That's a five? Ooh, okay, yeah. Uh, the, like... Finger bones sort of all curl up and it curls up into just a ball of bones and rolls away as you shoot a bolt of lightning at uh, your computer. The phrase ball of bones is not good. <laughs> uh, where's it rolling? I'm going to chase it. It rolls out kind of towards the middle of the room. Um, but before you chase it real quick, Virginia, you open the door and you can see kind of like too low to have seen through your peephole. There is a skeleton leg and sort of balanced on top of it is a skeleton arm uh holding a gun pointed at you <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ that owns so it's just an arm and a leg huh yeah <laughs> um and uh, it is like about to shoot you what do you do <laughs> I want to use uh only the good die young to try and like throw a shard of glass and try and knock the gun out of its hand, I guess. <laughs> guess I want to do that. I think that, 
I think that counts as an ambush. My Eidolon is cloaked, yeah. This is wild. Okay, so I need to roll. So that is... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, four plus two is a six. Yeah. You can... I mean, do you have any overdrive left to push yourself? I have four more overdrive. Do you want to push yourself? Uh, yeah, probably, because I don't want to get shot. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's eight total now. Okay. Uh, so let's see. What are my... Did I have to make a choice here because uh, I'm bombarding? I think so, yeah. yeah. Bombard is... Uh, on a 7 to 9, inflict damage, but choose one of the following. To make your shot, you have to move into danger. Uh, your shot only glances and deals minus 1 damage. Or your shot hits, but you're rattled. Take minus 1 forward. Okay, I think um, I think I will make it a glancing blow. Okay. I think I'm fine with that, especially since it's offset by ambush. Okay, yeah. And that'll leave me with 1 overdrive after. Alright, yeah, so... I think the shard of glass kind of hits the hand, knocking the gun out of it, and it, the gun falls to the ground, and the hand kind of gets staggered backwards. The foot, like, kicks down to launch the hand at you, and it grabs at your head. But real quick, hey, real quick, uh, what did uh, Harvey do after his dinner? Well, I imagine that Harvey uh, just sort of, you know, he got his uh, pinball back out from the machine, obviously. Can't, right. can't go without that. Uh then he probably just sort of headed home, um, you know, drank a little bit, sent some texts to uh, Jack being like, hey, you're not mad at me, are you? And like, <laughs> pro- probably like some pinball head memes, like, hey, that 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 dummy from Funhouse sure is a fucking weirdo. <laughs> um, I think he hasn't answered any of your texts. Oh, definitely not. Um, and then after a while, he probably just... Went to bed, probably got up a little early, and is currently, like, playing Super Metroid or something. (laughs) (laughs) So so he went to bed, woke up at, like, one, and is now just playing Super Metroid? I mean, he had to wake up early anyway. He's got to be at the place at five. (laughs) Sure. Okay, fair enough. Uh, hmm. Okay, in that case, you are, uh, you you know, running through (laughs) Brinstar or whatever. And, uh, or what's the... It doesn't matter. I was gonna say, what's the name of the opening area in Metroid, but I, who fucking cares? I don't think Criteria. it matters. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> just had that one ready to go. Someone just threw away an old Nintendo player's guide, and Chili said nothing better to read about the alley. <laughs> Chili just skimming through the strategy guide for... Crisis Core Final Fantasy 7. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would just I be think... PSP games, huh? Yeah, it would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cut some Assassin's Creed. No, that was the Vita. Never mind. Hold on. <laughs> Talk. What is Harvey's, like, living situation like? Oh, uh, it's probably pretty decent. You know, he makes some money off of expos and hustling people and whatnot. Uh, he gambles on the side. Usually goes okay. Um... It's not, like, a super nice place, and it's definitely cramped, but he keeps it reasonably clean. Uh, it's definitely cluttered. There's just... He needs more shelves. Uh, did he lock his door when he came home? Um, yeah, he probably would. Uh, you hear the uh, lock turn from your front door. The fuck? Uh, I think he goes over and, like, you know those little chain things? He, yeah. He quickly sets the chain. He's like, hey, get the fuck out of here. Uh, as you kind of. Are, are you opening the door to say that? 
No, he's just, he, you know, I'm just yelling at it. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, you, you hear no response. All right, well, I'm glad we have an understanding then. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes back to play more Super Metroid. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> uh, as he turns away, he doesn't see this, I guess. Uh, but yeah, as he goes off back to play more Super Metroid, the door slowly, the knob turns and it opens, and a couple of those tiny little ear bones fall out of the lock <laughs> and are caught by a spinal cord slithering like a snake uh, mm. uh, through the doorway. <laughs> uh, Chili, you were chasing around uh, the hand. What are you doing? Uh, I'm I'm mostly making... Uh aggressive noises at it and uh trying to like snap at it okay yeah are you like attacking it yeah i suppose let me ask you this are you directly attacking it or are you sicking uh your eidolon on it uh i'd probably be directly directly attacking it all right yeah go ahead and uh, roll a scrap for me then uh but take uh minus one uh that'll be an eight eight all right uh so I think you're going to attack it, and it's going to kind of wrestle with you. It's kind of like the fingers are digging into your face. Uh, you are going to take... Uh, how much damage here? Uh, these bones are just going to dig into your face hard. Take four damage. Uh, that is all the HP I have, unless I healed up since the last... You time. healed up at the start of the set. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I should have specified that. Okay. Still not in great uh, shape. Yeah. But you do manage to crunch down on, like, the thumb bone... And, uh, but it doesn't seem to be stopping this thing at all. Um, yeah, now you're just kind of wrestling with this thing on the floor. Uh, uh question, Molly, the, when I the... crunch down on that bone, does it yeah. remain part of the overall thing? Or does it, like, like... Uh, it, it's still kind of attached to the hand, okay. yeah. Okay, so... Uh, and Molly, uh, the other hand was diving towards your face. What do you do? Uh, I'm probably just gonna try and hit the deck and also maybe towards the gun. Okay, that sounds like a beat the odds to me. Okay, uh, that's an eight. Okay, uh, then I think I'm gonna give you the choice. You can either make it to the gun or you can successfully avoid getting hurt. Uh, I think we're gonna make it to the fucking gun. Alright, yeah, you dive for the gun and this hand slams into you hard. You're gonna take four damage. But your hand wraps around the gun. Okay. Um, I... God, does it even make sense to turn it ship? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I guess it just puts me out of danger to have the gun, in a way. Right. Um, okay, I'm gonna have... Um, I'm gonna have only the good die young attack again. I'm gonna have it throw another, another shard. Okay. Uh, before we do that, why don't we bounce over to Harv. You're you're just making great time on this Metroid run. I'm fighting Kraid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're fighting Kraid. Um, I think all of a sudden the uh, like screen is going to flicker and shut off. Oh, what the fuck? And then the uh, the like entertainment system that your TV... I'm imagining Harv is the kind of guy who has a CRT if he's going to play Super Nintendo. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So just imagine, like, a little, like, you know, 12-inch, 15-inch CRT on, like, a little stand. Uh, and it just tips over as the spinal cord that slithered in dives out from behind it to attack you. What do you do? What the fuck? <laughs> um, 
All right, let me see what options I have. I guess, I guess I'm just gonna fucking react and like immediately shoot my uh, Eidolon at it. So bombard. Yeah, go for it. Well, I think this isn't cl- like it's attacking you, and you're uh-huh. kind of counterattacking. I think you are scrapping, actually. Oh, good. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> like this is immediate close quarters combat. Yeah, no, that that is reasonable. All right, well, I won't take a penalty at least. There you Yay. go. <laughs> All right, seven. Seven. All right, yeah. So it's gonna do. Uh, well, you're using your eidolon, so you get to. There. What's your eidolon's armor? One. So. And it's yeah. I'm gonna say it's gonna do. Uh, bu- 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 it's gonna do one damage to you. You're going to do two damage to it, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And. Yeah, it's your damage too. I'm going to intimidate this spine. <laughs> I'm gonna just slam this pinball into it. Just not even letting go. Just like. Smack it against the vertebra. Yeah. Really hard. Maybe splinter it a bit. I think it kind of, like, hits you in the head before you manage to get it away from you by hitting it with your pinball. But then it, like, bounces away and hits the wall, and you hear a little crunch. And as it falls down, it kind of, like, the the front of it, you guess, uh, looks down and sees that you crunched one of those little ear bones, and it seems to panic at that. Oh, you don't like when I do that, huh? And then I, I'm definitely going to try and stomp the other ear bone, if I can yeah. see it. Uh, chill, uh, Chris, what are you doing? This hand is just, like, digging into Chili's face. Uh, hey, Chili, you probably... I think this thing is, like, one of those weird uh, spirit whatevers. I don't think you should attack it directly. Use your own spirit whatever. Uh, <laughs> Good? Oh, right. Um, um, let me see here. Maybe I should, like, because Chili's better at scrapping, and I don't think I want to accidentally hit Chili while it's mm-hmm. uh, trying to bite down on the skeleton hand. So I think I'm going to do a help roll um, to help uh, Chili attack with uh, her Eidolon. Um, so let's see. Roll a tie. So plus tie when it's mutual, it's... Plus two or plus three? Two. Plus two? Okay. Uh, yeah. Two. Um, all right. That is eight. So a ten. All right. All right, Chili, what are you doing? And then we'll describe how Chris is helping. Yeah, uh, so I guess I'll have my Eidolon come after this thing. It's more human-shaped, so I'm guessing it's going to... I mean, I suppose it's still going to be just doing kind of like a claw attack and like trying to grab it and like pull it apart, maybe. Okay, yeah. And uh... I think what I'll probably do is because I'm worried about uh, shooting Chili if I try to attack the skeleton hand directly, I'm instead going to shoot lightning around it to try and corral it into an area where Chili can, you know, uh, hit it without it trying to get away. Okay. So basically limit its dodging options. Yeah. Go ahead and roll, Chili. All right, uh, so what is it if my Adeline's attacking? Is it... That's uh, power. Okay. And you got a plus one on this from the help. Uh, so that's five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All right, ten. So you get to choose two from... You evade or withstand their attacks, take minus one damage, you overwhelm them with force, deal plus one damage. Uh, you create an opportunity for your allies, giving plus one forward to the first person other than you to make use of it. You impress, surprise, or intimidate your target, or you take control of the situation. You get uh, two of those. Uh, so I'm going to deal one damage and okay. take control of the situation. All right. I think you, uh, using kind of the leverage you have from your, you know, you're, you're already biting down on the thumb with your Eidolon. You kind of, like, 
get it off of your face and just kind of shake it, you know, the way a dog shakes a uh, a kill. Yeah. And uh, the bones kind of break apart and all go flying around the room. Okay, cool. That's a controlled situation. Uh, <laughs> just more bones everywhere. <laughs> I mean, as if they're not moving around trying to hurt us, I'd True. say it's control. Virginia, you were attacking with another piece of glass, right? Yep. All right, yeah, go ahead and give me that roll. Mm, that is a 10. You managed to smash up the arm and hand that attacked you. The leg is still just kind of like at your doorstep. <laughs> just chilling. I don't like that. Uh, it's going great. to, as you smash the hand, it's going to kind of like jump up and kind of do a little flippy and try to do like a heel kick on you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What are you gonna do? Uh, I guess I just want to get out of the way. All right. I guess that is an option. Yeah. Uh, beat the odds. Mm-hmm. That's a five. Okay. Uh, are you trying gonna try to beat the odds or uh, push yourself or? Um. Well, I did. I took four last time, and if I take four again, I'll die. Right. So that's not ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably should just do it. Okay, I'll, I'll, I have a three and a two. I'll re-roll the two. Uh, that is a three. So that still only gets me to six, mm, which great. is not good mm. enough. <laughs> okay. I'm going to mark experience. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and mark that experience as, uh, this thing kicks you in the head and knocks you out. We'll, uh, we'll get back to you in a oh, second. Boy. Great. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Harv, what's up? You were, you were gonna attack, you intimidated this spinal cord. Mm -hmm. Uh, so do I see where the other, um, ear bone is? Uh, yeah, they're kind of all just in the area, you know, they're, they're tiny, they're in your carpet. Alright, I'm going to, uh... So question, what do you mean by ear bone? You know, like, your hammer, your anvil... Oh, okay. All right. Uh, the the yeah, the tiny little ones way down in your ear. This is what uh, the old man always liked to call a skill shot, because that is commonly accepted parlance for when you hit a particular area <laughs> when you launch your ball. Uh, and I am going to attempt to just plank. Here it goes again off one of the ear bones. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. Go ahead and give me that bombard roll. Alrighty. That is another seven. Okay. Uh, what downside do you want? Um, I'll say it to make my shot. I need to move into danger. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you step forward and uh, you crush another ear bone. But as your uh, as here it goes again, is bouncing back into your hand. The spinal cord wraps around your ankle and uh, squeezes it tightly. Ugh. Um. Go ahead and take a, a, a point of damage, and it's going to let you go as you fall over and start slithering rapidly towards your door to escape. Uh, fucking thing. <laughs> Chris and Chili, the bones that made up the hand are kind of slightly quivering all around your room. <laughs> it would probably be a dumb idea to use the Roomba, but also... <laughs> I kind of want to use the Roomba. Roomba. Listen, we Roomba. set up the, you set up the Roomba in Act One. It has to come through in Act Three. <laughs> <laughs> you could reveal your master plan off the Roomba. I'm pretty sure you are the smart one. It's true. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to 
reveal my master plan that I wanted the hand to break apart so I could stick my Eidolon in it because the Roomba is largely made of metal. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, and drive the Roomba around to suck up the bones. <laughs> Give me that genius roll. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Uh, that's a that's a nine. That is a nine. Uh, yeah, the the Stardust Crusaders theme starts up. <laughs> As uh, yeah, the Roomba uh, slides into the room and rapidly starts sucking everything up. Um, one thing you didn't account for though is uh. It's faster and stronger on account of your Eidolons in it. It is still a Roomba, and bones are bigger than what a Roomba's built to uh, pick up. So it does get several of them, but eventually it gets, like, clogged and stops. And uh, the remaining bones kind of, like, hop up and jump back through your window uh, into the night. <laughs> but you have captured several of the bones inside your Roomba. <laughs> I look down at my Roomba and say, That's the power of an ex-soldier. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, Virginia, why don't you uh, give me a bizarre roll to face death? Oh, okay, great. I love to face death in the second session. <laughs> That's how you know you're playing a loot game. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know I haven't quite worked out the kinks of the combat system yet. That too. It's all good. <laughs> face death. When your HP is reduced to zero, you face death. Roll plus biz. On a 10+, plus, you pull through and you're rendered unconscious until you can be treated. On a 9-, minus, the forces of the undertow will offer you a choice. Release your grip on the real world and let your soul sink into the undertow, or return to the land of the living in exchange for paying a cost or doing a favor for the beings on the other side. On a 6-, minus, the cost will be something you value more highly than your life. Uh, I rolled an 8. Fuck me up. <laughs> <laughs> but not too bad, because it's not a 6. <laughs> Virginia, you wake up sitting in a very overstuffed chair in what looks like like a Victorian parlor or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, there is a like a large grand piano that kind of dominates the center of the room. And laying on top of it is that woman that appeared in uh, Jack's bunker. Oh, I love her. <laughs> and she kind of looks over at you and she goes, wow. Ah, you really are not good at this stuff, huh? Well, there was a skeleton, and I was sleeping. Oh, oh there was a skeleton, you poor baby. You know, I liked you better before. This is mean. <laughs> In her defense, there was a skeleton. There was a skeleton. <laughs> oh, well, that's just too bad. You know that you're dead, right? <sighs> well, I didn't want to be. I don't think most people do. What do you want? I suppose if you really didn't want to be, we could uh, work out an agreement. Uh, what do you have in mind? Well, you have something that belongs to us, and we'd love it if you could get it back to us. What? The briefcase is sitting on the coffee table in front of you, suddenly. Oh, that. 
Oh, but we were going to use that for money, though. I don't know that. I think your friend has already figured out a lot of the details. We let you go now. You bring this to us, and uh, we'll just call it even. Of course, if you don't get it to us in, let's say... Oh, three days sounds nice. Well, my offer is going to have to be rescinded. Where do I have to bring it? Ah, like I said, your friend has the address. It's, uh, in New Jersey. You want me to get to New Jersey in three days? I'm offering you a second chance at life! You've been murdered! Most murder victims would... Well, I guess they wouldn't die for a chance like this, but they'd really be eager for one. Fine. Fine. I'll do it. Wonderful. And I say this with the most sincerity possible. Good luck. She snaps her fingers and you wake up on the floor of your apartment. The bones are all gone. It seems like some time has passed and the briefcase that Ruby put in her vault is sitting on your chest. Oh. Is it is it for sure the same briefcase? Uh, it is missing four syringes, so it seems like it. Okay. I guess it's missing five because of Jax. Okay, right. Um, sure. What time is it now? Uh, like 4.30. I better get going. Yep. (laughs) Harvey, the spine managed to slither away from you, and uh, Chili and Chris, you know, about half of the hand managed to get away from you. But we have some of it. You have some of it. Don't know what we're going to do with it, but we have it. Yeah. (laughs) What are you going to do with it? Uh... That's a good question. <laughs> Better cage that Roomba. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess we'll like. I probably like have some like luggage for you know when I occasionally visit home. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the Roomba in like my carry on luggage. Are you withdrawing uh, your idol on front? Not not yet. No, because I'm thinking to myself like those bones were supernatural. I should probably keep Iron Spy in the Roomba for now to, like... Through Iron Spy, you can feel these bones, like, constantly struggling to get free, even though they're not able to. Okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna keep it like that for now. It might be worth keeping the Roomba with us. Yeah, I'm gonna take... But if something... Yeah, if something attacked us with these bones, or if these bones attacked us, and we have some of it, that might be useful. Also, worst comes to worst, we can always have the Roomba suck up some of the drugs. (laughs) <laughs> exactly, and then we have another party member. <laughs> I don't. The Roomba's not sentient. Well, look, we don't know. Uh, I did modify that Roomba quite a bit. What's what's the line between a a, a slightly enhanced robot vacuum and true artificial intelligence? Really, <laughs> we can say. But yeah. What's a Roomba to an orc? <laughs> But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the Roomba in like some carry-on luggage so that way it's easier to carry around without like being real weird. <laughs> um and also I mean there's an extra layer of protection in case the bones get out. Around uh four o'clock or so, uh Chris, you feel the bones stop trying to struggle. Okay, that's weird. Are they still clearly in there? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you just feel that they've like like gone inert. That's strange. Um, do idolons give off any sort of like spirit energy aura or whatever? 
Uh, you could try to dredge the undertow and find out. Yeah, I want to find out if, like, there is spirit that left the bones and they're now just normal bones. Or if the Eidolon is just now in, like, a suspended state. Um, so, yeah, this is just gonna be rolling a flat dredge the undertow roll, uh, which uh, surely can't possibly end badly for me, knowing my luck. Okay, that's actually okay. That's a seven. Uh, a seven. Um, you feel nothing from these bones. You don't feel any kind of energy or aura. Now, you're new to this whole thing, so maybe that's normal, but they definitely don't, as far as you can tell, like, feeling them with Iron Spy, they are just bones. Okay. Um, I'm gonna shock, I'm, since the, the do I want to truly mess up my Roomba? I do like that Roomba, and if I shock it with Iron Spy, <laughs> that'll, that'll, <laughs> there goes that Roomba. You've lost your entire PC setup, like, you've already blown thousands of dollars tonight. Well, that's, and you're worried about that's the Roomba. That's not, look, if I, yeah, if I've already lost so much, I don't want to also lose the Roomba. I guess that's fair. It's all you have left. Yeah, I'm just... That's left! Sephiroth is my one remaining companion. Um, <laughs> what about Chili? Also Chili. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I come in second behind a uh, vacuum cleaner. <laughs> I spent a lot of time on that Roomba. Um, I guess I'll, I will tentatively... I will, I will withdraw uh, Iron Spy. I'll, I'll first put the Roomba in the suitcase, then I will withdraw Iron Spy... Okay. Yeah, uh, nothing happens. Okay. I turn to Chili and say, okay, I'm not entirely sure what just happened, but whatever was possessing those bones doesn't seem to be there anymore. Uh, that's probably good. I, we should maybe hang on to those anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna keep them in the Roomba, inside the luggage, just in case, you know? Um, let's... Let's hurry over to the meeting place. I kind of I kind of want to be in a group right now. It's kind of a new sensation for me, but uh yeah, me too. Virginia, as you're getting changed to uh head out, you catch a sight of yourself in the mirror and kind of right at your collarbone in the middle of your chest, there is a digital counter that is ticking down like a clock from 72 hours. That's probably fine. Dope. That's fine. Yeah, that's <clears throat> that's fine. I put on a very dark shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Just the blackest black thing I can find. Somewhere across town, a single clerk is working at a 24-hour gas station. With no customers to deal with, he's doing some reading for college. A textbook about music or occult practices or something? It's got a really long and confusing title. He slides the book behind the counter as the door chime rings and a tall man in a black duster lumbers in, his weight supported by a crutch. The clerk gives him a tired, forced smile as he gets up to prepare the cash register. As the man limps to the back of the store, the clerk sees that he's not gripping the crutch, but rather clenching it awkwardly with his elbow, while his hand hangs lifelessly from his wrist. It almost seems to flap, almost more like a rubber glove than a hand. The clerk realizes that the man's other hand dangles in exactly the same way, and that one of his feet drags behind him like a crumpled piece of cloth. The clerk quickly looks away, afraid that he stared too long, when suddenly the man's voice calls out to him. 
kid, would you mind giving me a hand back here? Oh, uh, yeah, right away. The clerk hurries out from behind the counter and joins the man at the coolers in the back. Sorry to trouble you. Could you get me that jug of whole milk? Oh, yeah, no problem. Uh, actually, ugh, it looks like it expired yesterday. Do you, do you want me to get you the 2% instead? Nope, nope, that's fine. I want the whole milk. It's pasteurized, don't worry. Whole milk's good for your bones. The clerk feels uncomfortable, but reaches into the cooler to get the jug out. <laughs> uh, I, I, I've actually heard that's sort of a myth. Milk's got a lot of calcium, but I think it actually uh, leaches more calcium from your body than what it gives you, or something like that? The strange man takes a step closer, invading the clerk's personal space. Kid, don't believe everything you hear. With that, he suddenly lunges at the clerk. Both men and the crutch collapse to the ground in a heap as the man in black sinks his teeth into the side of the milk jug, sucking out the sour liquid inside. As he drinks, his floppy, lifeless limbs slowly inflate and take shape. <laughs> Idol on Rock is produced by Audio Entropy. You can find us at audioentropy.com as well as patreon.com slash playtest. You can follow the show on Twitter at Playtest. You can follow Lexi at Tabletop Gamera, Dustin at Stilts the GM, Molly at Your Friend Molly, Maxi at Maxi Satan, and me, Luke, at SSJ Speed Racer. Special thanks to Max Knightley for our theme song, Ego Death. Eidolon Rock will be back on May 18th for Patreon subscribers and on May 26th for everyone else. See you then! (laughs) 